What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, we, this is where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, questions, and a rating at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello, hello. Welcome, my moviegoers. How yes. are everybody doing? Good, good, good. But before we kick off... Yes. Uh, we do have to start our first round of a Patreon appreciation and their shout outs. Right. So the two shout outs for our Patreons goes to John Olivares and the Alchemist Bake Shop. They they are our two patrons. Nice. And uh, it's the first start. It's the beginning. Hey, no, I'm, I'm not knocking it, bro. I love <laughs> that. I love love. I love take you love love. Love, 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 love. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. So thank you so much. And you guys know we are do have our own Patreon at patreon.com backslash FMMG podcast where you could come and show your support. You could do as little as dollar a month and you'll get a shout out every month, once a month on one of our episodes. And like that, Nick, what movie did we review this week? All right. So this week we are checking out a movie uh, that has been in theaters for a while, like at least a couple weeks and has recently been adapt uh added to the hbo max lineup and the movie is called barbarian um i love this movie and it's i'll tell you right now if you are listening to this podcast please tell me you have fully watched this movie because if you have not watched this movie i don't want you to listen to this podcast this needs to be only listened to because this movie is post watch has to be watched with no no idea what you're watching like that's the only way this movie would be like as good as it was when you go in there blind. Yes. Because, man, when everything starts to unfold, it really kind of throws you off here and there, going back and forth. Like, you really don't know what, what what's up, what's down, stuff like that. So that's one thing I liked about this movie. So please, if you are watching, if you are here listening to this, I appreciate your, your enthusiasm, but please watch it first. That being said, let's go ahead into this movie and let's go into the spoilers of it. So we start off with... Uh, a character played by Georgina Camp, uh, Campbell. Uh, she plays Tess. Tess is, and I love that this is, because obviously, you know, we're so used to hard tropes, kind of still kind of following a lot of the old tropes from the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. right? But this one, I loved it because it was taking on more of a modern appeal to it, which was a, a two people getting booked in the same Airbnb. Yes, which I, I don't know why I love that. I felt like that can happen. Yeah. And I love the fact that the Airbnb that they booked, um, the house itself looks fine. It was it's self-clean, well-maintained, whatever. But yeah. then in the worst possible neighborhood in existence. Oh, yeah. Like that in itself, even though like that is a horror movie in itself just because it can happen. I've been to neighborhoods like that. I've been to areas where it's like, like nobody lives here like this is like a completely abandoned dead area so imagine and especially like have you ever been in an in a let's say you've been into let's say georgia or somewhere you've never been before yeah and then you're just following the address because you've never been there so you don't know areas if they just told you the name and then you're driving there and they're like wait where is this like and then <laughs> driving there at night to be another another hard hard one to swallow and you're just like driving there like oh where am i going this is like super suspect so that I love, I always love those aspects of it. And I love how everything, like the beginning part made you question every single detail. Everything, yes. So, all right. Before we get in more into, well, it's about more of the, one of the characters in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. 
I think he fucked me up as it to the point that any <laughs> any times he he's in a movie, mm-hmm. I'm like fucking nope. Yo, it could be like a rom com, and I'm like, yo, where's the dead body, bro? He <laughs> fucked me up as it so much. Like coming well, in, that's uh, that's why I think this movie worked another way too because because you're wa- we're watching it as like, yo, he's gonna fuck her up. Like he's gonna he's gonna do something because obviously they start off and they're staying. They both are staying in the same place. It's obviously they can't get hotels anywhere. There's like literally no other option. Like, and I love that she doesn't come in as naive. She comes in there paranoid. Yeah, and literally guard up the whole time. Exactly. Which I loved. Even even though they clicked, even though they were kind of really feeling each other, she still was on her guard. And I love that because it kind of puts you like because the movies with car movies stuff like that. So she slashes you like they have a trope. Well, they, they have that thing where you're always constantly like, no, don't do there. Don't go there. Don't do that. You know, like, whatever. No, all right. So, and, I understand, and I think the trope goes into the fact that, I guess, the naivety of, like, they they want to explore what's that sound. Well, that's what I'm saying. Usually the victims are somebody you're like, oh, they're just super naive. Or super stupid. Exactly. But no, she covered every base. She didn't drink from this. She didn't, like, all yeah. these different things. And the thing is, he was even... Being so nice about it is like and you you, you question his motives. The yeah, whole like fucking time. I was him like, being this- super respectful just makes you question him more. Yeah, like when he like, was like, "I wanted to share this bottle of wine with you, but I didn't want to open it well um, until you're out here because it would have been super suspicious if it was open while you were while it you was were out open, the room when you were in the other room. So I just waited for you so you could open it. But that's a, that's what I think is funny. And she about was like, "Nah," and or even though or even though when he was like. Uh, I can make you tea. You can look over it and see make the tea with you, so you're good. And I, and I think I like the approach, uh, the director and the writer to this that they they understand that we're it's a realistic situation when a female's put in a situation that she's unaware of the other individual, or the person, or the guy, or whatever on the opposite end that she's gonna be under guard, especially if it's a person of color, especially if it's a woman. So they already have that notion. She's like. I'm keeping my guard up for everything, for anything that I see. Yep. And like, and I like the fact, I, I, I don't know, for some reason, I was like, when when he was like, you want tea? I was like, oh, it reminded me of Get Out. She's like, nah, I'm good. I am good. But it was it was perfect. I love I really that. enjoyed this movie. I'm I did, I, especially the first part. I, okay, so let's go over the thing. So yeah, the, she goes in there. And the thing is, not only did, like, it just feel, it, what I loved is like it made me feel like such an asshole like later in the movie based on what happens because I'm like literally ev- this man is doing every actually everything correct she did everything correct and he did everything correct and yeah. you're just like and you but you're suspect of no 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 that's intentional no, no. he he's already foreseeing that like you you're yeah. literally thinking the worst possible thing about him because that's what you're meant to believe so I loved it because the, like, the misdirect was amazing. exactly so when you finally start to unravel there is a different layer to this movie that has nothing to do with what we were witnessing. And she's like feeling him. She's like, whatever. She's really like all this stuff. And I just love the fact that he's like, uh, like, and then you get to the part where they discover the secret door Mm -hmm. and that's when all hell breaks loose. But I'm like, at that point, I'm just like, 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 (laughs) cause like you just really just missed, missed thought of everything that he could have been doing. Yeah. And that's what I love this. Like, it's just such a mislead. Then to just realize, oh, no, we're not watching that movie. Yeah. And then it just jumps into Justin Long's story. What happened? No, no, I wasn't going to get into that. Right? Well, you were jumping into that. And 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 this is more on the side of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I liked is that like there the scene that 
even the scene that like her she did like how you did she did everything right like the scene is like she looks down uh, like a dark hallway she's like yo i see a light i see a mirror let me flash the light down the mirror down with the light with the mirror flash it down the hall to see what i'm able to see yeah so she was doing everything right and then there was a moment that she was like fuck it let me just go in and she's like I was like, oh, you just went against your whole nature. Well, she has no choice. She's no, stuck she, in there. Yeah, she didn't. But I was like, uh. But I like the fact that they they didn't do it chronologically. And this is we're going to go deeper into the movie. You'll understand. They kind of did, though. It jumped. Mm-hmm. It jumped, yeah. It jumped. Time jumped between parts. Mm-hmm. But it didn't It didn't keep it. Have, didn't give it, like, the origin. The middle. And like what proceeds to it. They're like, this is a moment that happened. This is another moment that happened soon after. And this is more, like in the middle of that, there's a reasoning. And they give mm-hmm. you that little reasoning, which is just a sliver, but it's just enough mm-hmm. to like tell a whole other story. Use your imagination for the whole other story after it, which I loved. But yeah, so we get into Justin Long's character <laughs> storyline. And I don't know if it's like a telling of how people in that kind of position are so just to just to elaborate mm-hmm. was uh just along's character it was an actor yeah. and he just recently got accused of sexual assault yeah of rape and and like everything else a lot of his potential projects and his lawyer his finance anybody that he's worked with is dropping him yeah because it's pretty adamant that it's not it's going to happen or is, is his accusation is going to come up. He's going to get arrested. He's going to be uh, brought in for questions. And he goes into Detroit to liquidate all his property to get some more extra cash. Mm. And there was one and there was this moment that he was he was talking to his buddy. His buddy goes like, hey, you know, like I hear all this thing that's happening with this story with this girl. That, the this accusation, what really happened? So, and this is the thing that I'm like, and it reminded me of Young Promising Woman a little bit, yeah. this moment, because he was like, he was like, hey, we did have sex, but. It took a little she, more convincing. It, it, she goes, I was, he, no, no, he goes, I was real persuasive. She, she was, you know, how like, she was like, no, no, but after some convincing and persuasiveness. She, we Which went, right there, you're just like, oh. This but he, gross. but the way, yeah, he's like, he, he did it. That's what I'm saying. At that point, I I didn't really know what to think before that because I mean I didn't know that that character they they really didn't establish. They just knew that he was getting these accusations. But when he made he said that I, it always kills me because obviously the idea is especially like you said promising women, people don't like I, I always say this to 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 my nieces and my sister. I used to when growing up, people don't people don't see themselves as the villain in their story. Like they're always gonna see something different. Always might see like their justification of it, where he's like, no, I didn't you know, rape her, you know, but it did take a little convincing. Like, what do you think convincing you? Like, what kind of, you know, like you're saying that you did convincing, which means that you had to convince her, which means that she was reluctant, which means that she didn't want to do it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, but it's okay because, you know, she eventually said yes. Like, no, that's not, doesn't make it, you know, like. It doesn't make it any better. Doesn't make it right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no. Right. And yeah. that, that too. But, but you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't justify what you did. Like it. That's and, what, and and that's what and, and you know what it is with that is mm-hmm. that what I enjoyed about that mm-hmm. is that that little moment that micro conversation that he had with his friend completely gave me an identifier of what type of person he is, 
Which later in the movie, he just became just that. He, he, double, he doubles down on it on hard. Oh, yeah, big time. No, but even, and you know what? Was that one, I was surprised, and we'll get into it, but I'm, I'm surprised that he did it, but it didn't surprise me that he would do it. I, I was, so we'll get it. Like, I'm surprised that the act that he did, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, he fucking did that. But I was like, oh, I could see him doing that. The actor that he was. The actor that he was. The character he was. Yeah. His character he was playing. Yeah. So, but then he he owns the house that Tess was Airbnb in. Yes. And he goes in and he sees that nobody's been there for weeks. So they they never had the maid come in. And eventually he finds the hallway with the room. And this shows him how much of a, I don't know if it's. Um, oh, how much of an ass he is? Yes. Not an ass, but I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I, I, well, tell me what you thought about that moment when he was sort of measuring the room. The yes, room. Yes, exactly. The thing is, he's not horrified, but he's over here measuring. Like, oh, I could be making more money. Like, what? Yes, this would literally be a red flag. One, the neighborhood alone should be a red flag. Like the fact that he didn't even question the neighborhood. Yeah. Like and he's over here questioning. Oh, we can actually have more space, and we can rent more, or this or that, and like. Really? Like he could he could uh, increase the value of the house based off a murder room, that he actually took the measuring tape to say it's like oh we have an extra I have an extra ten feet, and then he found that like a a like a down like going stairs going down to even a deeper ditch, or another level. He goes yeah. like oh let me he was like ten feet, fuck yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he did he. It wasn't even a red flag to him. Yeah, it was not even a red flag that there his is his unawareness a of, of of what what the reality what he's of, walking into. Yes, the unawareness. That's what the unaware of reality of what he's walking into, and then his it and it was justified. His justification was for self preservation because he needed the money. So he knew that if he had more feet or more ways to to sell the house, that he was able to get more if he included all this. Without not really looking into like you're in a murder room, you're in a room that there has a bed, there's blood, there's a camera, there's blood scenes on the yeah, wall. Yeah, it was obviously the the different reactions to how the room was, to what's going on, and then yeah. also the, like another thing was lack of self awareness, big time. Like he like, again, he's not a bad guy. Like that's the thing. The, the not I'm not a bad guy thing about it, and I always laugh because I'm like, yeah, yeah, not, you are. Yeah, he's not a bad guy, but then his. No, but I'm saying in his mind, that's what he keeps on saying. I'm not a bad guy. Yeah. So then he goes and he finds this. He goes further down the stairs and then he sees this Quasimodo hunchback woman all naked chasing him. And he falls into a ditch, into a little hole. And he finds that it's Tessa there. Yes. She's been there for weeks, apparently. She's been there for weeks. And the, the monster or whatever you want to call it. Let's call her Betty. So Betty mm-hmm. comes in and she actually I think it's it's on the story it's called Mother. A mother? Yeah. All right. Mother comes out. She has like this like nineteen fifties milk bottle with like the biggest rubber nipple you would ever see. And and she babbles her words, but she's able to say baby. And Tessa explains to him she sees them as their babies. So she's feeding them. So don't get her angry. Don't get her mad because then she, she gets violent. She'll get violent because she's based off. We find out that there's a, a, a endless loop 
of a video breastfeeding a child and saying that that's well, also she's like yeah she's a result of like incessant like rape and inbreeding and all these different things triple like four four generations or something like that? Yeah, like, like, two, two generations of inbreed so just like just she's just all messed up and obviously she was raised in down there that captivity no yeah like and i don't know she just became this huge mutated thing but um yeah it was it was a, like that was a, the thing is Tess obviously has survived there for weeks, and she's trying to, trying to explain to him what he needs to do to continue surviving. Yeah, but and then he just no, like, no, I don't do that. Like you just like like nothing. And it's a foreshadowing of what mm. Tess was saying earlier in the movie. If you notice that, what do you mean? So when Tess was talking to Bill Skarsgård, and she was like, "We live in two different worlds. Me as a woman, you as a man." She goes. Because she was like, if the rules were reversed, that I was in this apartment first, you being a white man would just walk right in without no, without disregards. You would just walk right in because you have this ability to do that. You have, you should like men have this, uh, this innate thing that they're, they're, they're dominant in the, whatever situation they're in. They're like, Oh, I thought that's what I thought that she said that if the rules were reversed, she wouldn't have let him in. She wouldn't let him, but she goes, "You will still force your way in." Being he can that he, force his way, in. he can, but you would. She was like, "But he's like, you did too." She's like, "Yeah, because it was dark. I was scared, so there was no other solutions." But and the rules were reversed. You would just walk in because you're the man. You men. oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, that that she has to go in the skeptical and scared and worried and everything like that and but question everything. And but then he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He'll just go in and then. Disregard everybody else's uh, the whole situation from everybody else and do whatever that he needs to do. Which, but he would, have, he would. Well, I guess what she, I thought she was saying was that he, he would go in there with no fear of anything. Yes, not any fear, but also any. In the situation, I'm saying I saw it as like she was saying, you would just come in here just because you're a man because you have the ability to, and you have men are generally preconditioned to just do that, per se. Or not take to acknowledgement of the situation at hand, just because you're a man, you'll just do it, regardless of what else what the situation was at. In the same regards to now, you go back down. If you see it that Justin Long's character goes into falls into this ditch, and she's telling him like, "Hey, shut the fuck up, be quiet, do what she says, just suck on the nipple. You want to live, you want to survive." But he was like, "No, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm like he's being." Privileged, privileged, and unaware of what his situation's at, and just being like, "I'm, I'm gonna do me because I'm a man." I pretty much what's trying to intel. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Damn!" It's like a little bit of correlation to be like, "Oh, she's something like, oh, if this this situation was reversed, how would you take it?" And now, like, we go into a situation that the kind of the rules were reversed because like she was there before him, and he's coming into this dark situation. She's trying to set him up for success, success, and to live. But he's so unaware of every the situation that he, his only thing is like I'm not doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think was, I think the whole premise is like there is a difference between somebody who adapts to the situation to carry out their will based on what's going on, and people that feel like they could just bend the will, bend the situation to their will. Yeah, which that's what he has. He's like, well, like dude, we're in a cage. This freaking thing is gonna kill us, and we have to adapt to survive. I'm not doing that. I'm like, but then he, you don't want the next thing to happen. So what are you going to do? Like you really don't, you don't, you think you're not in a negotiating position at that point. Yeah, you're not. But that, but, but either way, that character specifically was just completely unaware. Like, like you said, he was just, um, 
not acknowledging the situation. Yeah. As as he's like they like say he, situation awareness. He's yeah, freaking no. yeah, he's situation right. He's he literally measuring a murder room. Yeah. Like like it's like like literally part of the house. Like, oh yeah, cool. Let me let me do the feats and stuff. Like, what? Like that's like honestly, and actually the scariest part of that movie, the craziest part of that movie, the one that got me that really kind of just killed me was the the scene where Tess tried to get the cops. Yes. That was so like disheartening because I'm like, it's sad because I could see it happen. And it, and it really had nothing to do with like anything specific. It's just like she was dis- she was dishuffled and she's kind of like ranting about the situation. And she's in a she's in an uh, abandoned area. Yeah, she's in a, in a panic state. But that's to be expected in the area that you're in. Exactly. But the fact that it just didn't take her seriously at all, like to the point to even acknowledge this like the plate look at the plate look around there's dead bodies in there some like you know some you would think this by somebody hey dude there's dead bodies in there yeah there's people getting killed whatever right now and they don't even do enough to check to find out like like i just find that so bizarre like yeah like, not even even like they were about to arrest her and i'm like what like i don't know i just find the whole situation like super like weird it's because i get the thing is i could get the cops perspective on it but i thought that it still had to be something where they follow up on it yeah because look at what could happen now when they find out that this actor or whatever died there or gets killed there and there was a call about that early in the day and they ignored it. Like that's, you know, obviously that's where you start looking like, oh, snap, what did we do wrong? Yeah, because she called the cops. They showed up. She called the cops. She was out there for a while. They came. No, they never came. The cops came. Not the first time. Oh, I don't know. About no, that. no. She called the cops. She's like, hey. Some, I think somebody's here. They killed somebody or somebody's down here and they hurt somebody and I need help when she called the cops. No, she called the cops when the when the bum was chasing her. Okay. She's like, hey, somebody's chasing me. I need somebody help. She's like, she's like, ma'am, in the, your area, there's nobody close by. So don't, there's no, nothing's going to happen. It's just disregarded. Like just completely because of the, of the community that they're in. So they know they're, it's, it's, it is known, I guess, I'm assuming it's already known as a high crime area. So it always is going to happen. So to to not even bother using their, their police resources to send somebody out repeatedly, they'll just be like, hey, we'll just put them at the bottom of the barrel. If they never call back again, then it wasn't really a situation. That's what I'm That's what I'm taking. From. Maybe it's, I'm hoping it doesn't really happen like that in real life. I, I, I feel like there is going to be certain city, states, police places, that, departments that do do that. It's sad to say that, and it's sad you know, to really hear. You know, what's sad is me. like if she was like in order for in, in that situation. I'm not talking about in real if she would have cleaned up and she. That's was, what I was thinking. Like, like I'm talking about in the situation she was in, like all she had to have done is like okay, I'm gonna clean myself up, get in my car, get my laptop or something that I might still have there, and show them proof. Hey, look, this is my receipt. I was staying in this this Airbnb. There seems to be some kind of underground thing going on down there where they're killing people. Yes, they're killing people that's staying in this Airbnb. And one of them is still right now being tortured. And I was one of them until I got out. But the thing, same thing, if she was cleaned up, they'd be like, but you don't look like you were like, oh. because I cleaned myself up because you would have, you know, what me. she should have, what she should have done mm-hmm. would have been because her car's parked there. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like, Hey, if you don't believe me, you think I'm just a disheveled crackhead around here, run the plates, run the plates. And I'll give you all the information you want. And most likely if you run the plates, it's usually connected to, Whoever owns a car, and from there, possibly. Oh, well, she, I don't know if she rented it. That's the thing. I'm not sure. I did. She probably did. I rented the car. 
So, so if that you, she could be like, look up the rental company, call them. But that thing that would have been just extra work, and they would have been like, no, nah, fuck it, we're just gonna keep it moving. I was trying to figure out a way that she could have just you identify herself, be like, yo, look me up on social media. What was my last post? Three days ago or a week ago, and I'm looking like this. Like I don't know what she would have done, and and I think they were so on the defensive immediately when they rolled up on her that no, you know what she should have done? She should have called the the company that Airbnb that set up the Airbnb. But she didn't have her phone. That's true, but I'm saying, but that would have she would have had a better chance of calling the Airbnb company to tell them, hey, listen, I they, there's something going on in the bottom of your place. This all happened. I was staying here a couple of weeks ago. That's why I never checked out. Or I never checked back in, whatever. No, but she, when she, and, she didn't uh, have that time, remember, she just ran out the house. No, no, she, but that was the hours. The cops took hours to get there. Oh, yes, yes. Remember, she ran down the street to find a place to make the call in the first place. True. Like, she wasn't there. She met the cops there. Or the cops brought it, but they yeah, met the, the, but the cops there and the cops took it to the house. Yeah. So, yeah. no, she, like, she could have tried to. That's what I'm saying. She would have had a better. And now it sucks because he, the first thing they is going to call the cops. Cause dude, he's getting to get killed. He's yeah. you don't know how long he's gonna have. Um, but yeah, I love the fact that uh, that like, yeah, it felt like you could have called the Airbnb people. Hey, listen, this was going. There was this guy by this name. He was there, and he was taken, and he's being tortured in that room. Yeah, and like, but even even him, the Justin they, Long's character was dis- disregarded by his own management company. She's like, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's like, oh, why haven't you sent to me? All right, so. Um, well, jo- uh, Justin Long escapes mm-hmm. from the from the mother. Well, she helps him escape, and yeah, and it. then she shoots her by accident in error. I was like, oh fuck, that sucks. He helps her to get out, and the bum that helped her earlier took him to a water tower to chill out for the night until. They Which I think to- is hilarious because he's like, he has this whole. This is the only trope that came so true. Well, he's talking about it. he's been there forever and. That's that kills me about some people. Like, yeah, he's been there forever. And he knows this this damn thing that's going around killing people goes out at night, and everything. But he's safe in there. Yeah, and two seconds later, she just breaks through the wall, rips his arm off, and beats him with it. Yes, that was like, oh man, like it was just kind of funny the whole thing. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen with that character after that, but it was such a crazy thing how all that stuff happened. The thing is, now she can call the cops again. And like, dude, look at them. Look at the look at the bodies. There's bodies now. Yeah, and she'd be like, "Oh, you shot them. We're gonna arrest you." He shot him. His head is split open. Oh, his yes. <laughs> his arm is ripped off. What are you talking? Shot him. No, talking about my mother. Oh. So yeah, so the bum saves them. They're in a safe place. Mother comes in, rips the arms off. So they go up to the tower, to the water tower, um, to try to escape. She catches up. She's. Catching, getting closer, and Justin Long's uh, understands like, oh, I could slow her down by tossing Tess over the fucking water tower, pretty who much killing that, her. Who thinks that? That's crazy. Yeah. Survival. His Sur- survival kicks kicked in. That's and- that's not even his survival. It's like we, you know, like you. Do you really know that that the mother would just go for the like go for the one? Like no, basically. But th- think about this. This is a survival tactic. The monster that's chasing us to kill us is more human. Than me because that monster will social will start will try to save her. But that's the thing we didn't know that the monster was trying to kill her. No, no. Well, you know what I mean. They're like basically, he banked his survival technique was he was banking on the fact that the monster was more human than her. Than him. Yeah. So she thinks that the the monsters. No, I think he thought that the monster was going to go attack her because she's the weakest. 
No, no, no. But that's what I thought he was. Is like I'm gonna slow her down, like like zombie. She th- he was thinking like a zombie. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't trying to slow her down. He threw her off the fucking. Yeah, thinking that she's gonna jump out with her, to try to kill her, chase, chasing after, her. not for the sake of trying to save her. No, I think he for the sake of no. save her. I think he was trying to save her. No, I don't think he was. I think so. I don't. I don't think Justin's long character was that smart. I think to think was. that far ahead. She's no, like, oh, your I mom's literally. Gonna, I think that he he thought because obviously remember the whole time they're setting up is that. Yes, she's dangerous, but yeah, she looks at us like her children. They, that's been said. That's been established. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So he knows that's that, on that, her side, but not Justin. Justin's on is like, yo, what she's trying to do to me? Breastfeed me? The fuck? But that's what I'm saying. I just feel like he literally I, banked on the fact I, that this monster was more human and will try to save her life, and that will give me the opportunity to run away. Like, like I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I knew that she would. I kind of had an idea that she might have, but save yeah. Save her, but I took just as long approach thinking that his thought process was like, if I throw her, she's going to chase her and they'll go down and I'll be able to get away because she's trying to go after her. Not for the sake of trying to save her because the last thing I saw, she ju- he just killed she just killed some dude with his own well, arm. Yeah, but because that wasn't her baby. Like basically, that wasn't her baby. Her whole pl- The whole thing was is that, and I think they understood, was if this monster grabs us, we'll put us back in the cage. Yeah. So it wasn't that they, I don't think they were, they were afraid they would might end up dying, but not that they, the monster would initially kill them, that, but the monster would put them in the cage again. So, but that's why he was banking on the fact that, well, he obviously, the, the monster obviously wants to take us back. So if one of us gets hurt, he'll try to, they'll try to protect us. So let me throw her off the edge. Like that was like such a, yeah, you cannot justify you're a good person anymore. And then not he come, even a little bit. Then he comes down. So then uh, the monster mother gets in between the flo- the the ground, yeah. the cement floor and Tessa. So she she falls on top of her to cushion her blow. And Tessa comes up and he comes like, oh, my God, I didn't know that was going to happen. I'm, I was like, it was just a spur in the moment. He was trying to be the nice guy again. Like he you know what it is? He tries to justify everything he does. Like you say, he, do, he doesn't see his, himself as a villain. Mm-mm. His own mind. He just tr- he gives justification excuses. Be like, I did it. Because of this, and without thinking, or oh, I was very, very persuasive. So I was like, "Damn!" And then the guy that was not like genuinely nicer gets fucking killed, and Horrible. this guy survives for the till that moment till mother comes up, fucking splits him wide open. That was horrific. I loved it. I loved that. I was like, "Oh, that was a good death." I was <laughs> like, that was that was a good and deserving, deserving death. death. Yeah. Yes. No, but then I loved also before just because uh, just to backtrack a little bit was when he got confronted with a real fucking monster. Yes. He was like, I mean, but mind you, you know, he's not necessarily just as bad, but he's bad. But I love it when he got when he was in front of a real monster. He's like, oh, you're, you know, this He's like looking at him in horror. But look at the stuff he's doing, too. Yeah. Like he's like, I'm bad, but I'm not that bad. But that's but that's what the kind of that makes it worse. Well, that kind of that that kind of mentality for sort of people like that make it feel like, oh, then and then I'm not I'm not a bad person because he's worse. Yeah, they try to justify everything. Exactly, that's what it was. He, that's what he did. with everything he did was justifying it. Even though there was a moment of him having remorse, having remorse, you're like, damn, maybe he didn't. He know he did it, but he feels bad because now with everything he's seen with the actual like a true monster mm-hmm. that he's like, fuck, like maybe turn his life around. Like, nope. And I think it shows that people people will have this moment of clarity, a moment of remorsefulness. But if push comes to shove, they might they're just going to revert to their ways of undoing the things that they do. 
Well, I mean, yeah, like I think there's moments of reveal, moments like what is it, moments of reveal, where it's like, like there's certain situations, and I question myself too because I don't know how I would react in certain situations, but I always hope that I do the, the a better. I was I'm, I'm a better person when I am in those situations, but those moments of reveal show your true character, which obviously in this movie he just showed. yeah he showed his true character. It was horrible. Yeah. So then uh, the monster's trying to take Tessa back. Tessa says no, and Tessa grabs that Glock. Oh, the, the the revolver and shoots it right in the in the head. That was a great movie. I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the the plot lines. I, I enjoyed the twist of it because it was not nothing ever you thought it would be Mm-mm. until all the little small other pieces came together and you're like, fuck, this is what it really is. So it was a great movie. It was worth watching. It's on HBO Max. Uh, let's go for ratings. What what do you give this? Four, dude. I give it four Nickies as well. Solid four. Way, way better than the last movie we reviewed. <laughs> way better. Uh, okay. All right, buddy. All right. <laughs> so we have four Nickies for Barbarian where you can find an uh, HBO Max. And like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at from my mom's garage. Or you could even be a patron at patreon.com backslash fmmg podcast or you can email us at fmmg podcast at gmail.com let us know where your thoughts concerns questions topics you want us to discuss or movies you want us to review and like that guys tell a friend send a friend bring a friend see you next week good night